So I've just recently watched it. Um, oh, really? rec- recently watched one, two, three, and then Solo, um, Rogue One, and mm-hmm. Episode Four. Oh, and you hope. Um, yeah, and I've been giving them ratings, and I believe I gave uh, The Phantom Menace like a seven out of ten. Seven. Yeah. Right. Why is that? Just a good film. It's a really good setup film to start off mm. this, the film series. Like it literally, without any of that, none of it could have happened. Obviously. You yeah. Yeah. I mean? yeah. The whole Anakin saga, really, and and how he transforms, and I think it's a really good like setup and how yeah, like yeah. no, I get you. You know. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed. Uh, obviously Darth Maul being the Sith in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, thought he was really cool. Yeah. No, I think he's the most underrated villain for me in Star Wars. Um, obviously with the lightsabers and mm. all that sort of stuff. It's just a really, yeah, really cool character. Um, and then the. I just like all of it, really. Obviously, yeah. there's some bits I don't like, but overall, I think it's a great film to watch. Yeah, I think I think it's important to note that, like, I think when I talk to my friends, like, they all, most of them are like, "Oh, it's terrible. It's one of the worst Star Wars films ever." But it had a lot going against it in that it was the first. It was like the first one made after the original trilogy. Yeah, and because of how popular the original trilogy was, the expectations were so high. Yeah, I think at the definitely. time people slated it, but if you look back on it now, given that with the new films and how awful people think they were, The Phantom Menace has received a bit more praise for the way it went about introducing Anakin and setting him up as a as Darth Vader. Obviously, as we that's a spoiler in case you didn't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, people, I don't know. People like I say, oh, we don't need to see Anakin as a kid, but I think it's interesting because you see. The relationship with his mum and the love he has for her, and obviously she yeah. loves him a lot, and it means that he doesn't—he almost doesn't join the Jedi. Like that is mental. If you think, like, imagine if he hadn't, like, none of, like, n- none of what would have happened yeah. would have happened. Like you see it apart. There's a point I can't remember when it is, but he doesn't want to leave his mum because he's like sad and like obviously like, anyone like, oh, I'm gonna miss my mum. Yeah, but it's like the Jedi. The whole their whole sort of philosophy is that. They're supposed to be void of emotion and attachment. But he's just an innocent kid, and so you can see why he would be. But he's like the opposite to what the Jedi want. Yeah. And it's like, well, why are they yeah, taking him he's on? Already, he's already too old and he yeah. like taken in to like learn about the Jedi and all that. Yeah, I think it's I think it's brilliant. But the reason obviously they're taking him is because of his high midichlorian count or whatever it is. Yeah. And that sort of foreshadows the power he's going to gain, but not necessarily from a good side. And we see, I think, I know the cringe bit of, this is pod racing. <laughs> but like, it's, it is, but like... I don't think it does, it's like, I don't think that, that whole scene, I really enjoyed watching the pod racing. The pod racing is brilliant, but oh, shout out to Lego Star Wars for making it like the hardest level ever. <laughs> I literally had to get my friend's big brother to help me on that the first time. That's funny because I've recently replayed that as well. <laughs> <laughs> But you see snippets of that, like the power he has, like to be able to win a pod race against yeah. the adults and aliens. And I can't, what's that bad? You know, the the big alien, the alien, the bad alien that he comes up against, like Sabul or something. 
Oh, what? In the pod racing? Yeah, I can't remember his name. No, I can't. But you see, anyway, the point is you see snippets of like his power and like what he can do. Well, it's, uh, it's, it's brilliant. Yeah, because it's all about talking about his reactions and because I don't think a human usually does pod racing or I think that's what he says. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I, I think I think it's fantastic. That's my opinion. Um, um, the graphics really hold up as well. It's a 21-year-old yeah. film and it still looks... I don't know if they've remastered it or anything like that, but it's it I looks... Yeah, I think they've changed the Yoda, but that's been it. Like, they changed yeah. it. But, yeah, no, it still looks brilliant, I think. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Um, um, Liam Neeson, I think, kills it. I think he's... I actually think he epitomizes what the Jedi are better than any, apart from Yoda, maybe. I think he's the best Jedi. He's cool. Well, he's thoughtful. I'm going to um, counter argue against that. Oh, go on. Well, it depends what you want to say because he wasn't in the council. This is obviously his character, not the actor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Go I believe I said that right. I hope I did. Yeah, yeah, no, you did. Yeah, yeah, carry on. And, um, so he wasn't in the council because he did stuff like it was important to see, you know, when he changes the dice, he uses the force to yeah, yeah. Know, change yeah. the dice to get his like in his favor. And he does little like things you're not supposed to do. So he's not like what a Jedi should resemble. He uses a little bit of, you know, Count Dooku was his uh, master, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So he's sort of like doesn't not meant to be the perfect way and I think that's why he's no, okay yeah that's fair yeah that's, that's why true. he's good yeah but you but you definitely I mean I, I I remember during the film thinking this guy's amazing and like I definitely formed an attachment to him and yeah I was like, oh I'm really looking forward to seeing him in the next whatever number of films so then when he dies it is so shocking and emotional that is quite yeah. an upsetting moment even and the fact that you you're upset and you've only seen him for less than one film i think that shows how powerful he was as yeah. an actor as a character to be honest um what did you think of a young ewan mcgregor as obi-wan what did you make of him very good he yeah. did it. I, I i love him in all three yeah, films yeah, yeah. everyone does to be fair yeah, and it's really good to see him transform in the films as well, and mm. sort of where he came from. Yes, definitely. Yeah, it's this whole important because he, he's again in here against of getting Anakin in the first place as well. So yeah, yeah he's of, he's yeah. he's cautious and he's like mm, not so sure about this. Yeah, so definitely. it's good to see how much they bond after, and then obviously it doesn't even work out in the end. So yeah, exactly. So would there be any parts of the film? So before we move on to the characters and yeah, yeah, no. yeah, yeah, about that, is there any part of the film where you think this is awful? Or... Uh, Jar Jar Binks, I think we can, <laughs> most of us can agree on that. It just, yeah, I, I think I, I could see what George Lucas was trying to do because I think he was trying to make it like broaden his audience and so make it more for kids as well as yeah, adults. definitely. So like you meant to find him funny and silly, but it just isn't. This is interesting because I always never had anything against Jar Jar. And I think that's because obviously I was so young. Obviously it came out in 1999 before I was even born. Yeah, yeah. So I always remember like, I had a good memory almost of him. Yeah. As you grow older, everyone's like, oh, he's such a terrible character. Useless. <laughs> I'm thinking, what the hell? And then obviously I rewatched him again. Yeah. And then you do think, that's just not needed. <laughs> it's yeah, just... yeah, no, it's just, it, yeah, it... <laughs> Yeah, I, I, no, I think he's he's 
pretty awful. I think they did well. I think they made the right decision, sorry, not to include him really in the next two films. And I don't know what happens to him after that. Yeah. Does he die? I don't know if he dies. No, he, um, so he like defended, uh, Palpatine in the, you know, obviously after he became Sidious and everyone sort of knew that, he like defended him. So everyone became a bad guy. Well, he just sort of like banished himself, really. Oh, okay. Well, that's a, that's a theory, I think. Right. Oh, fair. Yeah. So. Mm. And, Dar- and we, we talked about Darth Maul at the beginning. I obviously said he's the most... Und- I'm so glad that, like, if you haven't watched The Clone Wars, I definitely... I actually watched the last four episodes of the last season, James. You'll be proud of me. Oh, nice. And Darth Maul is in, like, a lot of that, isn't he? I'm so glad they brought him back because, again, a bit like Liam Neeson or Qui-Gon, Again, I think they didn't have enough of him. They should have. They, they were right to bring him back. Yeah. Um, just his appearance is sick. Like he's. I think he's meant to represent or meant to be a reincarnation of the devil. You know, the the horns, the red and black face, the yeah. the eyes, and the, he's meant to sort of. It looks like a stuff, dark it? side character. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like there's nothing good about him. A bit like Darth Sidious. Like he's just. He, he just screams hatred and evil. Yeah. And like. I remember at the time as well when I first watched it, he had a double lightsaber. Like, yeah, that is really sick cool. Is, how sick is that? No matter how. Is, it makes sense to use that as well against two people. Yeah. Doesn't it? Like, I don't know. Um, it's interesting because in the prequels, and this is a mess as well because obviously the duel between Darth Maul, Quagal, Jin, and Obi Wan is like absolutely brilliant like yes it's the best fight well a lot of people argue that obi-wan and anakin's fight yeah yeah i can see that but i think it's the most i think it's more intense honestly yeah, just because of the music the music's yeah. unreal i think the music and the acrobatics and um you've got obviously different elements and then there's a bo- there's a part isn't there where they get split up so it's just yeah. Qui-Gon against Darth Maul, and then, uh, and then Qui-Gon dies. And then it shows him meditating while... Yeah, that's sick. That, again, that's know, what... That's what that's, the Jedi thing, yeah. Yeah, exactly, that's what I mean. Like, I think that is sort of what the Jedi are. It's not necessarily about violence all the time. It's about having your thoughts around you and being within the Force. What, what I like is it uses a lot of mirroring, mirroring <laughs> techniques from... Uh, the originals. So you see Obi-Wan see his master get killed Mm. and I like how that mirrors Luke watching Obi-Wan get killed. killed, Yeah. Yeah. I feel that's really cool. That is really cool. And he obviously uses that loads. Uh, Yeah. 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 Good point, James. I like it, mate. (laughs) (laughs) And also, it's important to note as well, and this is subtly hinted at, but you know when Obi- so you know when obviously Qui Gon dies and Obi Wan yeah. like shouts no, and then he like starts fighting Darth Maul. Like he... you see it in his action, he's much more aggressive, and he yeah. almost taps into the dark side in yeah, order to I've be people Maul. say that. Yeah, like that's really interesting, it, and the shows that this it just clearly it clarifies that there's negatives and positives to both the Sith and Jedi. It's not so much good and bad. It's more that. <laughs> They just have different philosophies and beliefs in order to obtain power. 
and that yeah. is that's evident. Um, and then there's a whole high ground thing where Obi Wan is stuck on that, on, about to go down that um, massive like pipe shaft or whatever yeah. it is. Then he jumps up and and then you sort of see that later in Revenge of the Sith when Obi Wan's got the high ground. It's all a bit. Of, it's meant to be like. Yeah, it's really, but it's kind of interesting as well. Like again, sort of mirroring and paralleling that. Yeah, uh, yeah, it is interesting to talk about Darth Maul because, obviously, if you watch Clone Wars and then you watch Rebels, mm. he's such a important character. Yes, definitely. Yeah, yeah, but he, um, had, no, he had no lines in Phantom Menace, did he? No, he, had, he says. I actually thought that, and when I rewatched it, he says like. Something <laughs> like this is like two sentences. I swear. Yeah. Like, what is it? Like, I feel sorry for the actor, but uh, putting all that paint on his face just to, mm. yeah. Um, but um, I can't fault it, and I can never, can never really fault it. And I feel like an important thing to say is you gotta almost rate the film when it first came out, so without two or three, yes, yeah, and then there's rating it when there is two and three mm. and there's rating it that these new Disney ones have come out because yeah. a lot, everyone's like, whoa, these mm. Disney ones are so bad. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the yeah. prequels almost look better. Yeah. 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 yeah um, I agree with that. So when it first came out, I can sort of understand why it got like some, well, it got absolutely slammed. Like, mm. yeah, I saw this, video of like people you know like how there's reddit now where everyone talks about something yeah that almost sort of happened on the internet in 1999 where loads of people got together and just started slamming it on the internet and it was like one of the first big internet groups coming together to sort of do that yes yeah. which is quite interesting and mm. but out of the prequels i think attack of the clones is the worst one first yeah, yeah oh yeah def- yeah i'd agree with that yeah I think Phantom Menace yeah. is better. Yeah. No, uh, and you and you, and you also see the beginning of um, Darth Sidious. It's yeah, um, that's obviously a really important. And Ian, how Ian McDermott is one of the best things in all of Star Wars. He he really is. It, he's so yeah. it, it, for me, Darth Sidious is again another. He's such a badass. Like he can do force like that. He literally is the most powerful force. It is crazy ever. just how much he manipulated exactly and, from both sides yeah like because it shows shows you manipulating the queen obviously people argue that it could have been sort of shown better of him manipulating the queen to obviously um well padme to you know get into that power better but yeah i thought it was fine i thought yeah, i thought it was brilliant yeah um yeah it's, it's almost a, it, it, but he it's amazing, Ian McDermott, because he effectively plays two different characters: Chancellor Palpatine and then Darth Sidious. Yeah, and it's like I think I think it's meant to be a reference to almost like Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde. Um, yeah. you know, Palpatine. That, Palpatine actually comes across as quite likable and jolly, and, and even like sounds weird, but like charming in a way. It's so weird, yeah. but like you know, and- obviously we know he's actually Darth Sidious. He's obviously like evil well- and dark and brutal, and obviously. Sidious comes from the word insidious, which is proceed to harm people in a gradual way. Yeah. It's just foreshadowing what's going to happen. And like the rise of the empire is sort of starting now. 
Uh, it's brilliant. I think it's fantastic. Yeah, I think yeah. it's important to say how important Palpatine is because mm. you also know about Darth Plagueis and how his master and he he was like killing him while this was going on. Yes, yeah, yeah. I feel like that's the problem with Phantom Menace. It's so much like because when you look into it and like sort of figure out what's actually going on around the film, it's mm. really, really cool. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and so like Anakin was actually like he doesn't have a father, like. Yeah. But Palpatine essentially he's... becomes his father, doesn't he? Yeah, in the original yeah. script, it was meant to say, like, "I am your father," but they thought it was that would mirror too much of the prequels. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I think that would have been. I think they were right to not. To yeah, yeah. Um, so it sort of just shows the seduction of Anakin as well, because I think at the end when they're getting their medals, because he obviously blows up the the whole uh, oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah, yeah. station sort of thing mm. he says I can't remember what he says to him but he says like I'll we expect, keep an eye. We expect great things from you yeah something like that isn't it yeah so I think it's a really good introduction to Attack of the Clones but I feel like Attack of the Clones has such more issues with it than The Phantom Menace does. oh yeah, yeah yeah what do you think James of like the different plots to Phantom Menace, like obviously there's a lot of politics involved and other things as well. But what 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 are you, what are the main ones and what do you think about them? Really? What do you mean, like? Well, obviously, what, like, like, what, um, like, the... like I don't know, like so obviously a lot of there's a lot of political conversations and instability and ten, political tension, um, and you see like the abuse of power, uh, particularly Viceroy. And his trade federation, and then, yeah. But then he's been ordered by Palpatine what to do, and uh, well, it sort of shows the corruption already yes. with his republic. Yeah, um, and you see that a lot in the Clone Wars and and all that, which I really like because it sort of shows you, you question in the prequels. You sort of question the Jedi, right? I do, in my opinion, because. Yeah. They sort of just are they doing the right thing and yeah they're just fighting battles they shouldn't really and that sort yeah, of goes yeah. against the whole Jedi thing and yeah and what I do like about you obviously see the council and you see what the Jedi was like because in the originals you all you hear about is tales of the Jedi don't you and yeah yeah, yeah. You don't have thousands of them and you you imagine what that's like yeah yeah. And you finally get to see it. So, mm. but then it tails in with the politics, like you say, and it sort of just shows how corrupt it was. And oh yeah, definitely. And it's really, like you said, it's really, really good how Palpatine just controls everything, and you get to see that in the future. Yeah, well, it's basically the rise of the Empire. It, you know, we we know it's coming. Yeah. And it's interesting to witness the reasons as to how it happened and the choices made by people, particularly the Jedi. And obviously, as you said, the manipulation of both sides of the war, the Republic and the Separatists, made by Palpatine. It's, and then obviously, the, it, it's known, isn't it, that the empire is sort of based off of Nazi Germany, Hitler and being yeah. fascism and... Um, all that as well. Yeah, but I, it's just, as well, I think it's, we've talked about Palpatine a lot because of, you know, how important he is. But I, think, I just realised, like, we don't actually see him fight or like use lightning or force or anything during the film do we but you don't really know who he is do you 
You don't really, and that's what makes him frightening and mysterious because his political power, he doesn't use any physical power, but his political status and power he uses is just as scary. And yeah. It just shows how vital how and he as well. threatening he is. Um, it, yeah, that's what, the, but yeah, no, definitely. Um, but what did you think of the council? Uh, so you've got Yoda, you've obviously seen Yoda, he's quite obviously an important character. Mm. The originals, um, yeah, yeah. You see all the other people on there. Mm. They do give off some sort of like dickish vibe, don't you? <laughs> yeah. Well, Mace Windu instantly takes a dislike in towards Anakin, and then that continues yeah. throughout. Well, yeah. con- through, through the next two films, um, I don't. I think it's more. I think from what I've heard from people, it's more like jealousy because of Anakin's supposed power. Yeah. Um, they all instantly say, oh, he's too old. But I think they're almost cautious and frightened to take him on because they, because of the power he potentially has. Yeah. And because of how emotional he is, i.e. missing his mum. Uh, he instantly idolises Padme when he sees her. Yeah, that's quite dodgy. And this is is, is completely the opposite to what the Jedi are. And so there's all these mixed emotions. And I think they can sort of foresee that he could go to the dark side, in which case they'd all be doomed. And we obviously know that happens. Um, yeah, but, but Will. Go on. He is the chosen one. He is the chosen one, but that doesn't necessarily mean that that's good. <laughs> because dark, because chosen ones can be for evil as well. And obviously that happens. He's going to bring balance to the force. That's what he's going to do, Will. He does, but, by, but he does that by destroying... Both the Jedi and the Sith, doesn't he? Yeah, um, that's also pretty cool. There's loads of ways you can look into it. Yeah, um, but overall, James, yeah, you've given it a seven out of ten. I'd probably give it a maybe a six, maybe a seven. It's not the best Star Wars film, but it's not the worst by any means. I think um, it's overly criticised. Um, and as and am I, I when I was younger, I watched the Star Wars in order, as in in terms of from episode one, so not in the order they came out. Yeah. And it definitely enthralled me. And I've, I, I've not watched it for a long time, but, you know, the fact that I can remember so much about it, it definitely le- left a lasting impression on me. So, yeah. Before we end, mm. I always remember as a kid, like, I always remembered the battle on the boot, so, you know, the droids and the, I don't know what they're called, Jar Jar's kind. Oh, Gungans. I always remember that. What did you? It's annoying rewatching it because Jar Jar sort of does get in the way of this droids and them having a big battle. But I always remember that being really cool. I just feel like we missed that, and because it is a big part of the film. Yeah, you, yeah, true. Um, you've got that going on, and while you've got the fight of Darth Maul and um, the Jedi. Yeah, which I think. At the end, it's a really big, good chunk of the film. Yeah, that, it's a good, it's a good last half an hour or whatever it is, isn't it? It's, yeah. Uh, the Gungans would have lost though if it wasn't for Anakin blowing up the. Well, well, they were getting demolished, weren't they? It's interesting to say if they never broke down on, uh, is it Tatooine that Anakin's on? Oh, but, uh, oh yeah, when the yeah, because yeah, they'd, they'd never met Anakin. Shift it, like that, none of the Star Wars would have happened, so there's loads of things that go into it. It's quite cool. Mm. Would you think Palpatine would eventually have found him anyway? 
Uh, yeah, props. Probably. I don't know. Yeah, so overall, 7 out of 10. Can't complain. Yep. Yeah. But I can understand why people don't like it. Yeah. No, 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 definitely. Yeah. 